4: With Ken Laird and Chris Curtis on WEEI. Well, we've got all the answers. It's clear. Nothing murky. We know what happened. Current observed after the Germany game. The Colts observed, overheard, was told, here's the deal. Keep it under wraps. Don't go with it yet. We've made up our mind. We're moving on. Then Pat McAfee. Got at Robert Kraft last week at Army Navy where you and I were, at Curtis. We had a great time out there. Thank you for your service. Beautiful scene. Thank you. And um, that really started to shake the bushes. And then Curran came out with a report Monday night, and we've had a week. We have had a very interesting week. And now that it's out, though, what Kraft... What is out, though, by the way? What's
3: the, what's out there? What is the As far as you can mm-hmm. tell, what's the report?
4: Na- the national belief is now that Robert Kraft has made up his mind. They're going to go in a different direction. They won't fire him, but they'll, they're attempting to come to some sort of resolution in mutual parting of the ways or trade as soon as the season is over. Agreed? Yeah, sorry. I just got a confirmation. Gary Myers will
3: join us at 1130. Oh, good. Talking about this. He's so, got some good intel, uh, good sourcing. Yes, and uh, I would say the, the frustrating part of this is that this is a huge deal, no matter when it is, no matter how old Belichick is, no matter how bad it's gotten, that we have reached the end, which is an end that Robert Kraft was seeking to avoid. And I would submit that if Robert Kraft knew it was going to end at the end of this year, he would have terminated
4: it last year. Right. No, that's pretty obvious. He wanted two more years, graceful exit, past Shula, and then move on to Mayo. That's the plan. He had a plan. Unlike but the Pam pa- Newton plan, this was a plan. But the Patriot way is dead. And the only way you
3: get back to anything resembling it is accountability. Accountability is standing in front of a microphone, answering questions questions directly, and moving the organization in a direction that you think is best, publicly expressing that, and moving forward. It is... The the organization on and off the field is unrecognizable right now.
4: Tomorrow, with Mahomes in town and Andy Reid... Does that amplify things one way or the other because of the read factor? Read the hot on Bill's trail to who? The Bill's coaching record no, I know, as to who? Does
3: it? Yeah. It doesn't do it. I mean,
4: I I don't uh,
3: no. I don't think that fans does anything.
4: Stirs up the fans. If, the if, Chiefs, well, if you're right, and the Chiefs come in and win by two tuts.
3: Right. But that goes back to what Lombardi said. The reason they were leaking this this week is because, by the way, interesting to note, Lombardi didn't say Curran was wrong. Lombardi is still on TV. The yeah, guy is just, a machine. you got to give him that. I know. He never son, stops talking. His, his son like Nick could be the new offensive coordinator. He <laughs> could be. Uh, well, you're the one who puts me on and the I mic. I don't Whoa. think
2: he would have put this story out unless he felt really
4: comfortable with it. Yeah. He agrees with Curran. Right. And he's pretty well connected. I mean, it's possible that. Orlovsky is right. There's already a place. And Orlovsky, if you believe that, Orlovsky said NFC multiple times this week with Jones and Megan. I don't miss
3: I don't ask for much. I don't think the Bills would be so great. Oh, would it be so great? Nah, not gonna happen. You don't think, don't think Kraft would do it. Would not
4: allow it. Why? The, In the division? Bel- twice? Belichick assistants own his ass. Yeah, but you just don't want that. The possibility of Bill rubbing it in your face, but that's what's ear? wrong.
3: Have some balls. Believe if you don't think you can yeah. coach anymore, you should want him in the division. Just the same time that Bill
4: Belichick knew Bledsoe couldn't be great, so he traded him in the division. That's part of the problem. Kraft, it's taken Kraft a long time to come to grips with Bill isn't the guy. You saw that exchange with Robert and Jonathan because like, he chose him over Tom, right? So therefore, he still is afraid that Bill will go somewhere and coach right, well. But you're going good money after bad. Let's go to Jake in Boston. Good morning, Jake. Boys, first of all, Curtis,
0: let me educate you because I know New England didn't start to pay attention to college football period until week four here. So let me educate you on Bill O'Brien at Bama. The two games Bama lost last season, they scored 49 and 31 points. They were leading on the final possession of the game before their defense blew it. He would have won a national championship the year before, had his two best wide receivers, both of whom were first-round picks, got injured, done for the season in the SEC championship game and the second quarter of the national championship game, respectively. Granted, what we've seen here is not what we saw at Alabama, where he got criticized for being too aggressive for running four verts with a bunch of stud receivers versus what's happened here, which leads me to believe that Bill has actually put the clamps On Billy Owen, not the other way around. Can anybody get any. Jake, Jake, I watch college
3: football as much or more than you do. I don't need to be lectured about what the offenses are or what they are not. Can anybody actually be held to account for what they do? Or is there always some boogeyman behind a wall? What do you mean? Can we just hold Bill O'Brien accountable for the offense, or do we always have to blame other people?
0: I, I would say, given what we've seen the last couple of years at Alabama and how conservative they've run things here, I think it might be more Bill keeping Mac down, and there be something nefarious on that end because I think Bill wants to open things up. I thought you started to see that. Which Bill? That said, that's not that. That said, that's not why I called because I know tomorrow is an afterthought for a lot of people. It's a big, big game from a context of how the NFL season and maybe the Chiefs dynasty could play out here because if Denver wins tonight, Kansas City is playing for their division lead tomorrow. They are one in three since Travis Kelsey decided to go to Argentina on his bye week (laughs) to chase his quote-unquote fake girlfriend. There's more drama around Brittany and Jackson Mahomes per usual. And the next NFL dynasty may be a a castle crumbling before eyes. And mind you, this is the offseason where the Mahomes number jumps from the 30s to the 50s. Kelsey's a $15 million 35-year-old tight end slash wide receiver next year. They've got two offensive linemen pulling in a combined $50 million. And mind you, this is a team with no depth or not a lot of depth that's built very top-heavy that is finally seeing some of the cap bills become due. So if they completely go topsy-turvy down the stretch and they're, they're, they're not going to play at home in the playoffs in terms of beyond the first weekend, you could see and you could really help facilitate the end of what Kansas City has going on, and that should motivate a Patriot fan base tomorrow because the drama around them is unlike a lot of what we've seen since maybe the 2004 Lakers, where everything was falling apart there at once. So make this game what you make it, but if you steal it, if you steal it, you've got their dynasty. You've got Mahomes' hypothetical chase of eight. You've got their hypothetical chase of being the next few. Jake, what's on the to road? preclude them
3: from restructuring Mahomes' contract like everybody else does to get the cap space and make the money more guaranteed?
0: So they'll do that. They, they will because he's so invested there. But they have so many other things they have to do, okay. like the Chris but Jones that... thing. When they locked into the Chris Jones thing, they locked into either having him on the franchise tag, which is a big number, or they have to sign him to a rather yeah. debt-filled ex-
3: And the cap goes up $70 million. Bill even told us that. I mean, I'm sorry. I'm not going to get lose sleep over the, the Chiefs cap He, he does
4: hit on this, though. It, it's a tug of the heart and the head tomorrow, what you want to happen. Because if the Patriots win this game outright, they will cost themselves the number two pick in the draft. Arizona is not going to win again. So then you're going to pick third. I don't know if that matters. So it depends who you want. Picking top three might be good enough. Everybody will want them in their heart to win the game, but they shouldn't win the game. Okay. Here, and Kansas City has a very easy schedule at the end. So they're going to win. If, I, I would bet
3: anything that the Denver Broncos do not win the AFC West. Would you agree with that? I would agree. And they're do you see the Raiders beating the Chiefs next week? And as long no and as long as Mahomes is ambulatory. <laughs> they will be very good. Right. And it's he's now like, focused. He's pissed. He's, he's about 28, 30. I mean. Yeah, they'll be in the mix. He's got 10 years left. I mean, what he are we talking shouldn't about? shouldn't have gotten rid of Andy Reid is the best offensive mind in the NFL, and he has the
5: best quarterback in the NFL. I think they'll be okay. Keith in the truck. Good morning, Keith. <laughs> good afternoon. Good, good morning, fellas. So, um, as much as I like Harrison, I think he's a stud. The Patriots in the top three pick. I think they just have to pick one of those three quarterbacks, and whatever you choose, the one that they like, and go get it. Make the decision because the the receiving free agents this year are stacked. The Patriots could easily get a young quarterback, fix their receiving core completely with the. And you just take a look. I don't know if you guys have looked at the receive the free agent receivers, but they're loaded. Mike Evans, T. three I don't know. I mean, Higgins, Evans, the kid from the kid from the Colts. Um, Ridley's available. Pitney. You you could fix your your receiving core in a year. Um, but here's the but issue, Keith. I'm Keith, still... Keith, not to not to jump yep, down your yep, throat yep.
3: here, but I would say it is far more likely for the Patriots to yep. draft Marvin Harrison Jr., take a quarterback later in the first mm-hmm. round, move back in, than it is for them to spend. A hundred million on T. Higgins. It's just so counter to what I can envision. Maybe you're right, and maybe that's the the better answer. But I just the, the receivers so that reach free agency is, all
5: have problems too. So what about obviously Belichick? I don't think Bel. This is being Belichick being gone. If Belichick is here, obviously they would never do that. But I would think a new GM or in a new coach would say, "Listen, craft, this is what we need. We need this. This is what we need to to compete." Uh, I just I look at the fifth and sixth quarterbacks taken in drafts, and sometimes it works. Lamar Jackson was the fifth guy taken, but I'd rather have the one or two best guy as opposed to the fifth or sixth quarterback in the dra- in a particular draft. Just that's just me.
4: All right, thanks for the call, Keith. Yep, Keith, good points. <clears throat> Michael Pittman is interesting. Is he going? Are they going to let him go? I don't know, man. What's Ursay doing? Let's go, <laughs> Alan Everett.
2: Hello, Al. Good morning, guys. Good morning. Hey, Al. So, Chris, you're asking the question, why would the press let this information out now? And, and you're saying they've been doing a dirty. But yet, when, when Brady was let go, no one even, and you wonder why the media is, is complicit in all this. You never even asked Belichick ever once why Brady was let go. So let's get off that, but I'm going to tell you why. I'm going to tell you. This is what I'm calling. I'm going to tell you why the press are letting everyone know now, Okay. But first, I'm going to tell you one other thing, and I'm going to tell you with your program director, right, Ken?
4: Mm, yeah. I've sort been of, right yeah, for,
2: sort since the day Brady left. I said three things. Brady expo- is about to be expose Bill Belichick for the fraud he is. That happened in one season. I also said that the crafts will be contemplating firing Bill Belichick, the only caller to the station for 30 years ago, I was brought in there for three-hour-long segments. I can't even get on the air now, but who cares? I'm going to say it's <laughs> the last time I call you. So so hear me out. I told you that I'm the only guy out there. I had it before Curran and Deanna Rossini, what was going to happen here. And it's all happened. What about Dove And Kleeman? I can't even get on the air. But that's neither here nor here. You're there. on the air. If you you want God, God,
4: Every time you call, we put you on the air. Yeah, not quite Hill. No. Not Craig Hill. Not oh, anymore. No. I, was your, I, I, no, I no.
2: told all his listeners. I gave them I gave them the truth. And he don't have the decency to take my call all week. Anyway, fine. Fine. Run it the way you want. But I'm going to tell you one last thing. Okay. And I've been saying this. The reason the crafts are are letting this out now is because they like nothing more than to fire him publicly and humiliate him after what he did to them, making them look like morons, and what he did to Tom Brady and this franchise. That's why they're letting it out now so he can twist in the wind. Mm. It's a simple thing. You don't know that, Chris? You know a lot. You don't know that, and I do. Is that what you're Al. telling me?
3: Al, why? I don't know why you're angry today. i I, I love Very you. I'm, I'm, no, I'm
2: not, Chris, Chris. You're, you're the only one in there that had it, had it half right. You're okay. the only one. Well, they've they call me half right, curse. <laughs> so I, I, I would <laughs> say been, this, Al. They've right. been wrong. They've been wrong at every turn. You never thought he'd get fired. I know that. Everyone in that studio thought they were going to go twelve and four. Uh, it's The crafts are the ones. Al, if they want to the embarrass race. them,
3: why aren't they putting their name to it and saying it publicly? Why are they ashamed if they're doing it nameless?
2: Why, did, why didn't the same reason? The same reason? Bill Belichick didn't put his name to it. no, 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 Al, reason. Al, Al,
3: Al, you're getting all the time you need. I'm not hanging up on you. Al, this,
2: who shot Jr. Okay. Well, you shouldn't hang up on I me. Mean, you, give, you give the other kid in Quincy five minutes who's been <laughs> wrong every Al. time. And you give right, him, hold you on, give Al. Hold on. On. we got to get Danny on. Danny right, wants to that, talk to you. Hold on. Which, I'll, I'll, I'll
4: I'll hang on. I Danny's I on know. the line. Danny, Danny's what's from up? Quincy, good morning. Thank you for the gift. Uh, you,
6: you know, you, this is unfair to me. You're going to take away my air time? Oh. So I, do
2: I have to go back and forth with this guy? Oh, you don't get enough air time, Danny. No, you don't get enough air time. Al, stop crying about not being on the air. You get on every time I have to call. Yeah, yeah, Al, 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 hold on. Hold on. You ripped me on the other station. You got on with Felger right after I, because I came after Ted Johnson. I came after Ted Johnson. You spent your whole freaking life in the sub room making subs with the freaking radio on. So don't talk about being on the air. Let me just answer that real quick. Al. Danny, one second. I'll let you talk. Uh, the Hang reason on. I do I Ted want to Johnson know. You little snake! You, you're a snake. Oh, no I do name, calling. Come
4: on, Danny. I'm putting you down. Hold on, Danny.
2: Go ahead. Al. I haven't called that station. I haven't called that station in four years, except that one time a few weeks ago, because Ted Johnson called me out. They asked me, and I got a phone call, and said he was asking for me to call, okay. and that's why I called. But all right, otherwise, Danny.
4: All right, Danny. Go ahead. Your response. Danny, you get your time.
2: Al, you. What was your nickname for, for the crafts back uh, during the Parcells days? So, Danny, did you, are, was you saying name? you were right all this time? No, no, you no, right no. answer the question. What was the what next name what you was nickname you gave Bob Kraft? Crafty Bob? Right, Crafty Bob. Oh, you answered <laughs> it, Bob. gal. Why? 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 Because, because they did because the freaking, they gave him rid- to Bill Parcells. It. That's it. That's Your whole right. life revolves yeah, around right. Bill Parcells. And I happen to hey, think he's a great coach. He's my number one coach. He's my number one. coach, no, Believe it or not. What's your point? Bell sets was the I chip right your old shoulder, and you hey, hey, can't crap. Can. You can't. You hated Bartlett. All right, Al. Go, go ahead. If you're gonna just keep screaming, if you're gonna just keep screaming, am I gonna I'll be able to talk? Yeah, and I that's exactly what I said, Danny, and I was proven right. Parcells went to the AFC Championship for two years, and Carroll had him in the cellar in two years. So what's your problem? It's he made the biggest blunder. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> Hold on. I'm not through. All right, good. Go ahead. I'm not through. I'm not through. Shut up. Come on, Chuck Todd. A, I, I, get to answer, I get to answer you. I didn't interrupt you. So he. I was right. Bob Kraft made the biggest blunder at the time, and I was right. So why don't you want me to call him that? Pin the metal Explain on him. him. <laughs> okay. Pin the metal so on Now him. he's. Hell! are you happy you were right he, once in your freaking life? let go back and make a hey, at least, at least, sandwich. at least it's one. Oh, oh, you've been, oh, on been rolling. Let's get rid of Brady. Ah, Let's 12 and, and four. oil, Al. Extra, and extra, and you've been extra oil. oil. All right. All, all right. right. All We're right. Get, it's getting
4: a little nasty. That there. was fun. That was good. All right, boys. Thank you very much. Merry Christmas. Good round with Al and <laughs> <Danny> today. Six one seven seven seven. As Greg says, Merry Christmas to you and yours at this most joyous time of the year. It was either great or terrible radio. I loved it. Jerry Springer Radio, some have called it. On the text line 3793 7. Topical. Our Jerry Springer is Joe Braverman. He's ready to trend.
7: Put the spring back into your step and into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.
2: So, I think you, you were right all this time. no, Will no, you no. no answer the question. What was the nickname what you gave nickname? Bob Kraft? Crafty Bob? Right, Crafty Bob. Oh, you answered <laughs> it, gal. Why? Why? No, because they did because the freaking. Because they got it. to Bill because Parcells. It. That's it. Your that's whole right. life was wrong right. to And I happen to well, think he's – co- he's a great coach. He's my number one well,
4: coach. Uh, a little snippet there. Al and Danny. The da- Danny and Al show. Good job by Curtis to get that assembled. on the Kenny Curtis show. we uh, just the undercard for that. Button.
3: I of but, all the things, mostly
4: beloved on the text line, but some viciously uh, hated. Yeah, if you don't like
3: it, I don't know. Go go to the Nutcracker. I don't know. Um, <laughs> if you can't find that entertaining, I am sorry. However, I would say that is like when people say, "What is it like growing up a sports fan in Boston?" That's mm-hmm. the soundtrack of my youth. Right. Those two, I. Legends, both it's, legends. It's just, and the funniest thing is, is that Al has been so consistent. Like, the Patriots win six Super Bowls. And I'm just he's saying like, that
4: because he agrees with you. I mean.
3: What? No, I'm saying that he's been, even when he's been wrong, he's been consistent. And, and Danny now is,
4: Danny has had a rough go of it because you have the Jimmy G phase. He is not. He was right about Brady acting like a douche, which he was. Who was a he bigger douche, his Tom Brady or Bill Belichick? Belichick's same as he ever was. I mean, oh, okay. A so if you're a hole your whole life, you get forgiven. At least he didn't change midstream and then just stab the region in the back with that weather comment. You have never sounded dumber. <laughs> Which I mean, good for you. Congrats. I mean, you, don't forget you can go back and listen to that anytime. Stream oh, the show. Listen anytime. Awesome. Download the Odyssey app. A U D A C Y. Save W E I as a favorite highlight for me. Listen. In, we go. was the Danny. Go make a Montadella sandwich. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I was dying. Got a little personal for me. I, I love Al, and he's got a great uh,
4: sub shop, and he should not be um, ripped for it. Both legends. Now, Gary Myers is going to be joining us here momentarily. Longtime NFL writer, columnist, author, wrote several interesting books. Got one of the Giants out latest, I believe. Yes, I have the information right here. Can we take David
3: quickly? Because I'm curious. Oh. I, I'm always inter- interested in this, people that disagree. David in Westfield disagrees. Let's take him
4: first. Hello, David. Yeah, how you doing? Okay, why is Good Belichick going that. nowhere?
0: I don't think he's going anywhere. Um, it's always been uh, a whole loyal circle with uh, uh, the Kraft family and him. Um, I think uh, you think they're loyal to run each run other today.
3: Quarterback, David. Pardon? Are they loyal to each other today?
0: Um, I think all the speak we hear in the media now is table talk. Um, actually, so why don't the Krafts um, correct the record? I I don't know. It's just a personal instinct thought um, that he's going nowhere. Uh, His defense is pretty good and maturing. He needs a couple of good uh, offensive linemen. He's got to run at a quarterback uh, in the draft, and I think they're looking forward to next year. Um, uh, Plus, he's got to get a couple of great top-flight receivers. Uh, That's all possible. and um, I think it's based on – uh, the defense being pretty good. Young, but pretty good. There, that
4: that would be Bill's sales pitch, right? Belichick, end of the year, goes to Kraft and says, you know what, do what you want, but our defense is pretty good. You get me some weapons on offense, let me pick in the top five, I'll get you back to the playoffs sooner than if you fire me. You know what, Phil in New Hampshire
3: may have been onto to something. Are the crafts doing this so Belichick makes it, un- it's untenable, so he's the one who decides to leave? I guess, but as you pointed out, he
4: doesn't have much leverage there. But, if I'm Bill, do you want to work for these guys anymore? <laughs> <laughs> I get, but I think he does because his kids are here. If but they I, give him he, the right treatment, but I like, think I think Bill could bring his kids. I mean, well, our next guest may have some insight in all this. Gary Myers on the Harbor One Hotline, longtime NFL writer and columnist who uh, has written about Brady and Manning, and he's got a new book out, Chris. Once a Giant by Gary Myers. You
3: can find it on Amazon.com and anywhere books are sold. Gary, how are you today? Good morning.
8: Morning, fellas. What's going on?
3: Oh, a lot, a lot. So I you believe, Bill, is done. You believe that there will be a trade consummated. Have you heard similar things to Tommy Curran regarding the timing of the demise of the relationship? Did this actually end in Frankfurt, Germany?
8: Oh, I think it was, um, I don't know, that one game after um, 24 years, is going to be the deciding point in, in this relationship. Uh, I think it was just leading to, to this. And, uh, you know, the, the big issue to me is, you know, how does the divorce happen? Uh, is it, you know, mutual where the Crafts and, and and Belichick mm, um, just come to the agreement? You know, we've been together for more than two decades, and the time is up. Bill needs a new audience. The team needs a new voice. And um, the thing to remember here really is that Bill stolen the contract past this season, and Kraft is a businessman, and he didn't become a billionaire by giving away assets. So I don't anticipate Belichick is going anywhere after getting fired. I, I think they're going to come to a mutual agreement to let him find a job that he wants, and then, then Robert will have to work out a deal with the Chargers or whoever it might be. But the Patriots are not giving away check for nothing. I I just can't imagine that happening.
4: Well, you mentioned the Chargers, Gary. Um, uh, obviously, you believe they're a possibility. Where else do you think is a legit landing spot?
8: Well, I think the things you have to consider here is: was Bills need sixteen more victories. Am I right on that number to pass?
3: Uh, yes, yeah. sure. fifteen to reach, sixteen to surpass.
8: Right. Yeah, that number's been holding steady for a while. <laughs> um, I think it's very important for him. He's coached this long. Like, well, why wouldn't he want that, you know, have that record? Um, So I think he's got to find a place where he can win right away. And by right away, I mean um, that he can pass and break the record within two years, three years tops, but mainly two years. Um, And he also needs to find a place where he can win a championship relatively quickly because I think the Brady-Belichick argument has definitely the narrative is definitely skewed towards Brady based on what's happened the last four years. So if you take into consideration that he wants to go someplace where he can pass Shula and win a championship, say within the next two, three years, you know, break the record within two years, maybe win a championship within three, to me, the charges really stand out there. Uh, Washington and Carolina, um, Carolina has an opening Washington will have an opening Um, I think Antonio Pierce has a good chance to keep the job in Vegas and they probably had enough of the Patriots way in Las Vegas for this decade so I'm not sure that they'll wind up there Um, especially considering the minority owner (laughs) yeah well yeah well he's not he's not hasn't been approved yet so um, but you know, I, I just think Carolina and Washington are too far away from winning. We know things can turn around quickly, but does he want to go work for David Tepper? Really, the guy changes coaches every year. And in, in Washington, we don't know anything about the owner there. Um,
4: what about Dallas if they flame out?
8: Well, you know, Dallas. You know, it's interesting you say that because that was the first team that I mentioned a few months ago, and it all depends on Jerry's mindset. I mean, Mike McCarthy is winning there, but he's not winning. He's not getting past the divisional round. And it's a really amazing when you think about it. The Cowboys have not been past the divisional round to the playoffs since 1995, Ooh. which was the last year they won the Super Bowl. They haven't been to a championship game since 1995. And McCarthy has proven that he's good enough to get him to the playoffs every year. Um, it's really important for the Cowboys to at the very least be the two seed, if not the one seed, so they at least get a home game. Um, you know, you get a, a home game, maybe two home games in. Um, because we've seen the last few years, you know, they they can win on the road. They'll, if they if they wind up as a wild card, it's going to be the same scenario as last year where they open on the road against the NFC South champion, which will likely be under 500 for the second year in a row. They'll win that game, and then they'll have to go to San Francisco where they're lo- they will lose. And for Dallas to get there, but having a win in, in San Francisco and Philadelphia is going to be nearly impossible. To win in one of those two cities might be really difficult. So the issue becomes Jerry Jones is in his early 80s. It's been coming up on 30 years since he's been in a Super Bowl. Is he going to be satisfied just being good every year with the guy who's arguably the greatest coach in NFL history available to him? Um, I know they have a good relationship. And the X factor here is Parcells. Parcells and Belichick have become closer as friends right now than they ever have been. And I know that Bill, despite what people might think, really enjoyed his four years with Jerry Jones. So if it comes down to Belichick considering Dallas and looking for some input from Parcells, Parcells is going to say, go for it. One of my guys who's close to both Parcells and Belichick gave me an interesting theory that Parcells would not push Belichick towards Dallas because Belichick has already won a Super Bowl in New England where Parcells couldn't, and would he want him going to win a Super Bowl in Dallas where Parcells didn't win one there either? So that's something to consider, but I think if, if Belichick had the opportunity to go to Dallas with a ready-made team, that that's to me is even a more perfect fit do you think
3: of oh, charges, Gary? Do you think uh, Gary Myers on the Harbor One Hotline has a new book out uh, about the uh, the Giants? Title. Let me just get it exactly right. Once, Once a Giant, Giant: A Story, of Victory, Tragedy, and Life After Football. Good, good, stocking stuffer for your uh, loved one. Um, do you think that this is a case? I found it just so interesting that Bill Belichick and Bill Parcells have rekindled an old romance. I wonder if it's the enemy of my enemy is my friend. Is there a lot of craft bashing? You think on those uh, text threads?
8: That's a a really interesting question, and I I wish I had a a really good answer for you on that one. But I can can tell you this about the Kraft-Belichick relationship. We we know, and this isn't breaking news, that Belichick's not the easiest guy to work with, and he's very quirky and secretive and things of that nature. Now, when he worked for Parcells in New England in 96, Belichick saw an opening there to become close to Kraft, because Parcells wasn't telling Kraft anything. And Belichick kind of became Kraft's football mentor. And at the end of the 96 season, when Parcells worked his way to the Jets, Kraft and his wife, Myra, uh, took Belichick and his then wife, Debbie, out to dinner. And Belichick very much wanted to be the head coach of the Patriots after the 96 season. And Kraft very much wanted to make him the head coach, but felt he had been burned and scarred by the Parcells experience and had to explain to Belichick and his wife at dinner that night why he couldn't hire him because he had to make a clean break from the Parcells uh, regime and the, the years of Parcells. When it came time in, in in 2000 to bring him back, things had changed. And Kraft loved Belichick, and he loved him in the early years when he was winning those three championships in four years. But after that, I think the relationship turned somewhat where Kraft put up with Belichick because he was winning, as most owners will do with their coaches. But I, I think that that warm relationship that they had the first time around in the mid-'90s and even at the beginning uh, after Brady took over – because remember. Belichick was 5 and 13 when Bledsoe got hurt and thought he was going to get fired at the end of that season. I mean, I know that for a fact at the end of the 01 season, and Brady came in and saved his job. But, you know, as they became the first part of their dynasty, you know, the relationship was great. Then they went through a 10 year period where they didn't win a Super Bowl, and things start to fracture a little bit that, you know, Kraft became uh, aggravated and frustrated with Belichick because Belichick doesn't change. And so I think that relationship has had its cracks. Uh, whether it has gotten to the point that uh, Parcells and Kraft are at, I doubt that. The guy's got, you know, put six trophies in, this, in the trophy case. You still have to have somewhat good feelings for him, except what's happened in the last four years, you know, it's just kind of proven the theory that sometimes relationships just, relationships just come to an end. And despite the success that you've had, it's, it's probably better for all concerned to go their separate ways. And I just think that's the point that these two guys are at. And uh, I heard what you were saying before I came on about, you know, Belichick maybe, you know, trying to sell him. I got a good defense, and I just need some more offensive players. But Belichick really hasn't proven that he can rebuild the offense. So I'm not sure Kraft is going to buy what he's selling.
3: Yeah, Gary, I, I find it interesting, and I, I enjoy you know listening to you on this because you do have such an institutional knowledge of Belichick. I, I the the national perception of Bill. How much has his perception been damaged by the immediate success that Brady had and the dumpster fire the Patriots have become?
8: Yeah, I mean, like like I mentioned a little while ago, I think it has switched the narrative of. You know, I think one of the great arguments in NFL history or one of the great discussions is, was it Brady or was it Belichick? And I think you can make a case that it was, you know, 50-50 or, you know, early on it was Belichick and the last 10 years it was Brady. But regardless of how you came out of it thinking when Tom went to Tampa in in 2020, I, I think the results of in New England... Over the last four years, and the fact that Tom made the playoffs all three years in Tampa and won a championship his first year has maybe unfairly, you know, shifted it to seventy thirty for, for Brady. And I don't, I don't think that's accurate. But I think a lot of people think that, or maybe even more towards Brady, simply because you know Belichick has not been able to, you know, find another quarterback and develop him. And I, I think anybody who doesn't believe that Belichick is supremely motivated, one, to break Shula's record, which I think has been a given that he's wanted that for a long time. But in the last four years, that winning a championship after Brady won his in Tampa, I think that drives him 24-7. And I don't think that's happening in New England anytime soon, just based on the roster. I know the defense is good, but the offense has got... A really long way to go I, I just I don't you know if you had asked me in the offseason would Belichick ever coach anywhere else I, w- I would say no mm. but based on what's happened this year I, I'd say it's almost overwhelming that he won't be back there I mean I could be wrong I mean I don't think anybody knows for sure maybe except the crafts, but um you just I've been around this a long time and just seen the end in so many cases. And I just get a sense that it's over. Just like, you know, I was in Dallas when, when Landry got fired and uh, he got fired because he was a new owner. But everybody there wanted, you know, Tech Sharan wanted to get rid of him, but didn't know how. And then Jerry Jones bought the team and fired him. Um, Shula got pushed out by Jimmy Johnson. It happens It happens all the time. It's just the kind of business it is. And the fact that Bill has lasted that long and won so many championships really makes this a very, very unusual situation. But the fact of the matter is you have to kind of judge it by what the circumstances are right now. And the Patriots are one of the worst teams in the
4: league. That's fascinating stuff. Before I let you go, Gary, do you think Kraft fears that bill will go somewhere else and maybe not the Shula record, but win that title like Brady did, does that leave any window that he changes his mind and keeps him around?
8: Well, as far as the Shula record, you know, that Kraft would have hoped that bill had broken it already and that that record would belong, you know, pretty much to the Patriots, except for the 37 victories that Belichick had, um, in in Cleveland. Um, I know that Kraft did not want to get rid, get rid of Brady. He, he he let Belichick make that decision, and I'm sure that to this day he, he regrets it. If, if Belichick goes and wins a championship with another team, I just think Kraft looks at it like so be it. It wasn't going to happen here. Hmm. Um, obviously, he would have loved to win the seventh, especially in the last four years. Because uh, there's probably part of Kraft that wishes he can win a championship. Belichick would have won a championship without Brady also. Because that would have strengthened Kraft's claim on on his input also if they won it with two different quarterbacks. But um, I just, you know what, I, just evaluating it, you know, I don't live in Boston. I don't cover the Patriots every day. You know, I, I, I pay really close attention to everything that's going on. And I, I just get the sense that they don't want any part of each other anymore, and whatever happens in New England without Belichick, or whatever happens to Belichick with another team, it's just life. It's life in the NFL, and stuff happens. and And they they had an incredible run. I mean, it, it'll never be duplicated with the three of them did together. I mean, that's just amazing for an owner, a coach, and a and a quarterback to stay together long enough to win six championships and basically have. Two separate dynasties, uh, you know, the first ten years and the last ten years, or whatever, you know, when they won three championships in each of those dynasties. I mean, that, that's incredible. And I know people in New England are so upset now about what's going on. And I I get it, but you know what? I, you know, I tell Giant fans who, you know, really down and out because the Giants have won one one playoff game since they beat the Patriots in '11 for their second championship against New England. I say, do you know since 1986 when the Giants won their first championship, their first Super Bowl, only the Patriots have won more than the Giants. Giants have won four, the Patriots have won six. The Giants are second in the Super Bowl standing since they won their first championship. And people don't appreciate how, not only how hard it is to win, but to have a sustained success and to have multiple championships over that period of time Like I mentioned, the Cowboys, who were on national television and the highest-profile team forever, they haven't won since 1995. The Patriots have won six since then. So I'm not trying to soften anything about what's happening going on in New England now because, again, we all live in the moment. But I think people need to appreciate what an incredible era of football they had for two decades there.
4: Well said, Gary. Thank you so much for the insight. Appreciate the time, and good luck with the book.
8: Thank you very much, guys. I can just mention it's available, you know, Amazon, Barnes & Noble, etc. cetera, and uh, nine days until Christmas, to so go out and get it.
4: Appreciate it. Have a good holiday. Take Next care, guy. guys. Okay. You bye too. Bye. Gary bye Myers, bye. longtime NFL writer. Insights there, nuggets from that. He supports Tommy Curran wholeheartedly. I right would back. have just preferred Danny and Al to jump in at the end of that. i <laughs> will be right back.
7: After the end of a good fight,
3: you deserve a nice cold reward.
4: Now, Gary Myers phrased it this way, Curtis. Bill Belichick is supremely motivated to break Shula's record and to win a title. He ain't quitting. you want him to go away quietly and uh, silently into that good night, that is not happening. He will go somewhere else, and he thinks Chargers or Cowboys, basically, right? But yeah. Chargers, the favorite. I I don't see him
3: in L.A. I don't know why. I, it's... They fired the coach. It is wide open. Interesting timing. Brandon Staley was going to be out. I I just go back to why this week, right Uh, after the reporting got hot. They put up sixty three against the the Raiders, but sixty three against them. Yep. And
4: Curran's report.
3: Okay, I think that's a reach, but um, (laughs) I, I would say that the the Chargers' West Coast six hour flight to Nantucket is not. In the cards,
4: but they—I mean, you would agree—the Chargers have every reason to do so. Why not? I mean, yeah, they, they have flopped with coach after coach. Might okay. as well. Not like Dallas. Dallas has something I, to lose. I go
3: back to the Phil Perry interview that with that guy from the Charger beat who said that Dean Spanos will do nothing to get on the bad side of Robert Kraft. And the other thing I was going to bring up, but Gary was good a little long-winded. Was the um AFC West? Does Bill Bar- Bill Belichick really want to be in a division with Andy Reid and Sean Payton? Maybe he does actually.
4: Okay. Well, I don't think he would. But I would see how Kraft would want NFC. I mean, the
3: reason why the Carolina Panthers are are uh, inviting is because you have a billionaire owner who'll pay whatever. Even if he it's gets, just they suck. They <laughs> suck. <laughs> but you're in an awful division.
4: Yeah. Yeah. I guess I, mean, I would think Kraft tries to convince him for Dallas. What's the best team in the NFC South? Kraft gets Jerry Jones on his side and says, "Take Bill." They work it out behind the scenes. Yeah.
3: I mean, Take I my guess- guy.
4: Wait till they lose in epic fashion to the Eagles in the playoffs or something like that. Oh, they will. I mean, McCarthy will yep. pee down his leg. Yes, that's, they will. That's a guarantee. So that is unknown right now. we got to wait to see how that plays out. By the way, uh, Kadarius Tony, I didn't see this uh, quote. Was this yesterday? Must have met reporters yesterday. <laughs> he, he took no responsibility at all for the offsides penalty. He told reporters, quote, whether it was an inch, two inches, whatever in front of the ball, the referee got a job to let me know. He didn't make no effort. You watched the video, didn't make no effort to say anything about no alignment, so apparently he wanted to do that regardless. But like I said, we're just going back to the details and make sure we fine print everything, in quote. Yeah. Well, so no accountability, no zero. responsibility. Uh, but they have so been why helped, would he? His coach took his back.
3: But they have been held accountable. We don't know the number. <laughs> Mike Florio, uh, Dove Cleveland. I'm sorry. Mike Florio just <laughs> tweeted, Per source, the NFL fined both Andy Reid and Mahomes for the comments critical of the officiating following the loss to the Bills. He does not have the amounts
4: yet. But even that, if it's like you have to get Florio's report on a Saturday morning and we're not even sure what the amount was. It's like under the cover of darkness, they slapped Andy Reid on the wrist. There is a set of rules for everybody and then a set of rules for the Chiefs. Let's go to Kevin and Taunton You're on the Kenny Curtis Show. Hello, Kevin. Hey, how you doing? You guys hear me? We got you.
6: All right. I just want to make a couple points before you hang up on me. I'm, you know, Brady was at Michigan with Henny, and he had to fight for that position. Then he came to the Patriots. And you know, he learned from Belichick and those two work great together. I'm so sick of like guy like Al yelling about that Brady made Belichick because they made each other. Like he he took all the information that Belichick gave him. And if you don't have a quarterback that's gonna take that information, you got nothing. Like Kevin, Brady I have was a able to leave the
3: Kevin I have a question. Why hasn't Bill made another one?
6: Because they, you know, Mac was not willing to listen. Maybe Zappi will, but like, but Brady was able to go to Tampa
3: and win and right away. You
6: talk about that. You know, he won a championship, but that coach, you know, we don't hear anything about that coach. You know what I mean? Like, he, right, that's he, the he, point, he Brady, to, Right. Yeah. He had a
4: great coach, Bruce Arians. <laughs> Elite mind. That's,
3: that's the whole point, Kevin, is that he won with a dummy because he was the quarterback. Yeah. <laughs>
6: After he learned everything from Belichick. Okay, so
3: Belichick's been you coaching the NFL for 30 years. He's only made one Brady. Why?
6: Because they worked great together. He didn't want, you oh, know, okay. and Brady outlasted any quarterback that ever played. So he ruined, you know, our our ability to, like, draft another one because okay. he, he lasted.
4: I I mean, it's just such a silly There are a lot work. of Bill people out. Bill people are going to come out of the woodwork even more so over the next month. The last... Uh, I mean, Gary Myers, God, is he Bill's side? He loves him some Belichick. I guess from the Giants years, right? Of course. Must have been well indoctrinated. And if you want to believe what he said, the Giants are the most successful franchise in the NFL since 1986. Other than the Patriots, only Bill Belichick ties those two together. It is wild that Eli Manning and his brother are all that stand between the Patriots and ten Super Bowls. <laughs> One bonus half hour of the Ken Curtis Show to go. We have an NFL triple header today. Three pretty good games, too. Did you guys pick any of these? Uh, I don't remember. Uh, we have Minnesota Cincy starts it off. Steelers, Colts, and Broncos, Lions. Minnesota
3: Cincy, who's the quarterbacks in that game?
4: No idea. <laughs> no idea. It, it, do,
3: I, I, would, I would be interested to hear your thoughts on the current state of the NFL and if we are being too protective of quarterbacks at
4: their own peril. Okay. Discuss that, among other things, next. Next.